1: what's up and welcome back to kind of funny's rocky in review that's right we're ranking reviewing and recapping every movie in the rocky and creed franchise of course i'm tim gettys and i'm joined by the nitro rifle andy cortez good morning the producer slash seducer nick scarpino i love you that was really good. I, I hate how good that was because yeah, it was yeah.
2: a simple thing, but you really nailed it. See, and this rounded is, out the
1: group. <laughs> this is where it. I start to pull
2: away from Andy. Right? Is <laughs> now we're now we're in my wheelhouse. Right? Uh-huh. Now we're right over the Stallone, Travolta, Daniel Larusso, pretty much any Italian I got because it's the exact same accent. Yeah. yeah you want to hear Tony Soprano? I love you. <laughs> there it is.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and rounded out our group today is the one and only Sancho West.
3: Win. Ooh, oh. really good i can't really get about this so movie good, with you gentlemen
1: dude. of course this is kind of funny's in review where each and every week we get together to rank review and recap different movie franchises we're doing rocky right now uh intermittently throughout the next couple months leading into hopefully creed 3 when it comes out in november unless that ends up not happening in which case we will just prepare for it together and be ready when it happens eventually. Um, You can get it on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny in review, and we will be right there for you. If you wanted to get it ad-free and watch live as we record it, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like so many of our amazing Patreon producers did. Molecule, Fargo Brady, Gordon McGuire, and Al Tribesman, thank you all. So very, very much. Today, we are brought to you by chime and me but i'll tell you about that later because i want to talk about rocky too it was released oh man i messed this up my bad guys give me one sec give me one sec
2: you want me to call in Sylvester Stallone? Yo, I'll talk to you about Rocky for Hey You like turtles? How about to- you know what a turtle is? It's a tortoise, but it's not really a toy. Hey, I'm gonna walk backward for a little bit with my ball. Andy loves my ball. Andy, how do you feel I about love, my ball?
3: I love turning around and just tossing it up in the air a little bit, you know. <laughs> now you
2: know, but now you know, now you know the freedom that is being an Italian in Philadelphia. <laughs> you can just do whatever you want to do. Hey, real talk? You can write a Rocky movie. That sounded like
1: dialogue from any of these movies, man. <laughs> this movie was just, released. June fifteenth, nineteen seventy nine had a runtime of one hour and fifty nine minutes. It was directed by Sylvester Stallone. Who would have thought? Uh, written once thought again that. by <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Uh, music by Bill Conti, the legend as known from Rocky One and all of the Karate Kid movies. Um, the budget was seven million for this one. Box office of two hundred point two million, making it the third highest grossing film of nineteen seventy nine. Nick, do you have any guesses what was above it? 79? Mm-hmm. Uh Star Wars? The Amityville mm-hmm. horror. Okay. At number two. And Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, Kramer. Number vs. one.
2: Wow. Okay. When did Star Wars yeah. was was it New Hope 78? When did that come out? That must have been a year prior.
0: 77.
2: What a what a yeah. different what a different time that is. Think about what you just said horror I movie and a hardcore movie about divorce and 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 <laughs> trying to figure out like who's who the kids are going to go with right who's going to get custody of the kids which is Kramer versus Kramer great great movie but that was the highest grossing movie of that year is that wild to you I'm going to be honest with you I don't know what Kramer versus Kramer was I always thought that was a Seinfeld thing no well, I mean no I think there was an episode called Kramer versus Kramer but no Kramer <laughs> versus Kramer is is a very very intense. Drama. I think I want to say it's Meryl Streep and Dustin Hoffman, and it's about them getting divorced and fighting over keep, keep, keep the kids. Guess, Guess really, where I've really heard sad. of it
3: from? Really, really sad. Family Guy. There it is. There <laughs> <Everything>. it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how <Andy>
1: gets educated. <laughs> That's I love trivia. So <laughs> <laughs> um, some more trivia for you, Andy, because I know you love some fun stats. Apollo Creed does not smile once throughout this entire movie.
3: Whoa. Yeah, yeah.
1: He smiles a lot in the first one. So Kind of a letdown. Well, you know, I mean, he's, me. a little, he's really upset.
2: <laughs> uh, I, think he's still, I think he's still mad.
1: <laughs> he love it. Um, and then some more fun facts here. Analysis by Philadelphia locals tracked the route that Rocky took through the city during his training run when all the children ended up running with him. If he took this actual route from South Philly House to the top of the art museum steps, he would run approximately 30.2 miles in one day. Four miles <laughs> more than a marathon. Everywhere? Yeah. Yeah, but I do want to give a shout out. Speaking of marathons, my brother this weekend ran the San Francisco full marathon. He ran a full damn marathon. 26 wow. point something miles, dude. Incredible. He did it in four so, hours and 11 sh- minutes.
0: And then he was like, I'm, 10, uh, yeah, I was upset that I cramped for 30 minutes and that really slowed me down. I was yeah, trying to go under three more. hours. I was like, cool, Greg. Under, what's four, the, under, what, four. under four. Yeah, sorry. He was like, What, what? I asked him. What's the most you've ever run before this? And he's like, Well, I guess the half marathon.
2: Yeah.
3: In yeah, one I, go. yeah. Sancho, I hit maybe six minutes jogging on the treadmill. I'm like, All right, I'm switching this to walking. Like, I Dude. can't. <laughs> We're going to walk for the next 14 minutes and then I'm going to go to the Stairmaster.
0: Dude, I, I I I just get winded looking at those treadmills, man. Hey, for me. Are you yeah. kidding me, bro? I'm trying to figure out
2: how many years in a row I can go consecutively where I don't have to run. Ah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, smart. That's great. Yeah. hmm mm-hmm. uh, In terms of awards, this one did not do as well as the first one. Uh, it was not nominated for any of the Oscars, but it did win Best Picture at the American Movie Awards and won the People's <laughs> Choice <laughs> Award for Favorite Motion Picture. Um, and, and there you go. Now let's get right into it. Andy, as somebody – or sorry, uh, Sancho, what do you got?
0: For me? I thought you were going to go, like, and also a Nickelodeon Award winner, Rocky Two for Best Picture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Choice Award. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Andy Cortez. We are new to the Rocky franchise. Yeah, what are your thoughts on Rocky Two?
3: I liked it a lot. Again, it's I I like the character moments of this movie. I don't necessarily love the boxing. I think it gets kind of comical when it's just Rocky getting jabbed in the face fourteen times in a row, a thousand like, times. It gets it gets kind of hilarious near the end of it. But um, I don't know. I just love all those little personable moments. I love those intimate moments with these characters, and it goes some dark places, and it. Um, I think I wasn't ex. I certainly wasn't expecting the, you could go blind forever, as <laughs> as kind of a, a thing to worry about. And I think that's really cool. I wasn't expecting there to actually be. I, I think there would have just. I thought there would have just been a general health kind of worry, right? Like this isn't good for you, Rocky. You know. But I like the idea of like, dude, you're. When Mickey's like, look, dude, I, you can't even see my hand here, it, yeah. and I'm oh, just like some rake. I'm just bah. some regular pug, dude. Imagine like those <laughs> I'm like it's just so awesome. I love all these character moments. um I uh really enjoy the more intimate moments when uh between Rocky and between Mickey and um we're seeing uh you know the commercialization of Rocky and you know him trying to become a a salesperson and a spokesperson. It just doesn't quite work out. And you kind of see that rise in that fall. And it's like, Rocky, stop buying so much stuff, bro. You're not going to box anymore. What are you doing? Bro, are you doing? I'm feeling that concern. Rolexes? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm feeling that concern just like Adrian does. Um, and yeah, the, the complications with the birth, just another thing I wasn't expecting. I, th- I think this movie just threw a lot of stuff at me that I thought this was going to be a kind of run-of-the-mill sequel. Um, I was not expecting it to go where it did. At first, I was a little turned off by Apollo's... Uh, kind of in that moment in that fight in the hospital being this ultra villain which we never saw at all um i didn't really love that but i did love the sort of eventual turn into reading fan mail and being like i people think that i bought the fight people think right. that this is like fake because i like i'm gonna kick his ass like i i I totally buy that aggression and that anger and trying to to villainize rocky um the press conference, one of my favorite moments. Um, or the, just having Apollo being this ultra villain and Rocky is just lovable. I'm gonna, get icy. In, I'm gonna give Polly an icy machine. Yeah, I get you an icy machine. Like all of it is yeah, just like so it. great. And and again, I just, I love all those lines that seem totally useless, but they add so much more to the character. Sancho, what about you?
0: You know what, this, this actually surprised me a lot. Aggie, because. I think we were talking about right before uh, we went live was that Rocky 2 has always felt like I always forgot about it in a sense because it's like Rocky 3 has some memorable boxers in it. And then you go to four, of course, to the Russia versus the United States. Five is memorable because it's bad, but that's we're getting ahead of myself. And then two, you just forget that it yeah. actually exists and it's a movie, part of this franchise. And I'm surprised on how well it's done. And I, I honestly liked it a lot more. Uh, than Rocky, in in a sense of that you could see where that extra budget went to. They had a lot more time with scenes. They had a lot more cuts. I think, surprisingly, Stallone's a pretty good director in this movie. You get a little bit more of all the characters, and I feel like you get a little bit deeper in each character, which is great. I mean, Rocky got that shine in Rocky 1, but now Adrian, Pauly, Mickey. You get a lot more Mickey training. It's fantastic. And even just the—I know this is where we finally get into— the sensationalism of Rocky, where the boxing fight is just kind of corny and cheesy, but it's laying the foundation for what future Rockys fights will be, and will have a little bit more artistic uh, leeway, so to speak. So that might rub people off the wrong way when it gets into you know the future of the rest of the series. It's like okay, Rocky three and four, you're gonna expect some craziness at the end of each um, picture, but. I, I I liked it. I like I said, the, you know, like Andy hit all the dramatic notes that this character goes along. And once again, Stallone dealing with his own life as an actor, being an overnight sensation essentially, uh, th- there, that is really present in this movie as well. It kind of reminds me a lot of a you know a sports star who becomes somebody, gets drafted to the NFL or NBA, just goes out on a spending spree, just overspends, and before you know it, he is in trouble. And then Rocky has to figure it out. And I think that's what makes Rocky at its best when he is an underdog, not only in the ring, but in his life. So I think that was made Rocky 2 a lot better uh, than Rocky 1. And I was quite surprised that at the end of the day, I was like, huh, I actually enjoyed the pacing of this movie a lot better. And I enjoyed uh, where Rocky ends up at the end of this one. And yes, he does win. But I think it's that moment still hits harder as well when he doesn't win in Rocky 1
2: nick i think i i like half this movie and and to sancho's point this is always i i don't remember anything that happens in the first act and a half of this movie i literally was like watching the movie for the first time i'm like he buys that's where he bought the jacket um i think <laughs> it i think it suffers from a lot of the the common a uh, common things that sequels suffer from uh namely the thing that always kind of draws me out of the first part about it is there's there's a moment, a couple moments in this, quite a few moments in this, where it's just Sylvester Stallone. It's not Rocky anymore, and he's suddenly smarter and faster talking and way more charming. And then he goes back into Rocky, who is a little bit a little, a little slower and a little bit like hard to figure out. Um, and I think a lot of that is because Sylvester Stallone was directing this movie himself. If that had been uh, John G. Allison back, he would have been like, "Hey, we're you know you're slipping back into too much of like." who Stallone is right now, Stallone the megastar. And that's always what's the hardest thing is when they come back for the sequel and they're megastars, it's so hard for them to, to climb back into where the, that emotional state they were in when they were no names doing the character. And that's not to say he doesn't, for the most part, get that. But Rocky, if you if watching these back to back, and this might be the only time I've ever done that, it's so fascinating because this does not feel like it picks up right after the other movie. But they're literally in the ambulance going from the Coliseum or from the stadium uh, to the hospital. Uh, that's a minor problem, obviously. I think the the first part of the movie drags a little bit. I do like being with these characters. I love these characters. I like that we get more of these characters. Um, but then there's a distinct point <laughs> about mm, an hour and ten minutes into this movie where they go from like, I'm like, oh, this is fairly forgettable to this is the scene I look forward to most in any Rocky movie. And from that point on, it is pedal to the metal. This is what Rocky is. And in a lot of ways, it is that transition point from like, like Sancho was saying, like that more uh, intimate, almost indie film, like we talked about last week to the sensationalism of like Rocky becoming this this cultural icon, both in the movie and outside, you know, both in yep. Hollywood and into in the world. And so I'm trying to put it in terms of Fast and Furious, Tim, but I would say this probably somewhere between the Fast and Furious, maybe Tokyo Drift area. Like, that, this might be the Tokyo Drift or the Rocky ah, Fr- eh, Well, that's not true. I think probably Rocky Three, would be the Tokyo Drift. Um, but i i like this movie i always enjoy it but it is it it does strike me as like wait he bought a car when i don't remember any of these things because they're just not very memorable moments and i think that ultimately the script itself was just not as tight as the first one was because but i do like where we find the character and to andy's point i love that he is you know he gets caught up in the trappings of what it means to be this this one-hit wonder and we see it and we know it's going to happen and i think the reason he has to fight is a very compelling reason and i think the reason adrian wants him not to fight is a very compelling reason so at the heart of the story you have these two these two i you know reasons diametrically opposed to each other and it's kind of it's kind of gut it's you know it's heartstring pulling it's gut wrenching um but i enjoyed this movie tim what did you think of it I don't think that uh, anybody that knows me
1: would be surprised to hear that I enjoyed this so much more than the first one. Like I, I feel like there is that moment that Nick's talking about. I think from the moment that Adrian wakes up from the coma yeah. on, I'm like, I fucking love this movie. Well, I'm yeah, right there you, with you, Andy. You, 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 yourself when adrian wakes up from a coma like that's Which where is, we're at from a Yo, coma I, dude that's the thing man like this movie like i don't want to say it jumped the shark but there's some moments where i'm like that's where we're going with this okay mm-hmm, i guess mm-hmm. but from the moment she wakes up from the coma everything that happens after that and i agree with andy the fact that rocky gets punched 14 000 times in his face without even trying to block like It was a bizarre choice in the first one. In this one, it almost felt like they were doubling down for a bit. Like, I just, I don't really quite get what they were doing there. Besides that aspect that is hard to look past, I absolutely love the montages. I love the fight. I love the build up. I love that I didn't know who was going to win. Again, I said this last week, but I know vague plot points of the Rocky franchise and I know where things end up because I've seen the Creed movies. But how we get there, I don't know. So I'm constantly like, oh shit he's there's a we're getting the rematch in number two who it, it could go anyway right it could be a draw there could be a death i don't fucking know and so i was like edge of my seat and i was losing my mind from height by the end of it and like getting the cutaways to to Polly and adrian and all of them like as goofy and corny as it was it's what i like man they kind of did that good feel good sports moment uh but everything that led up to that i i'm torn about because on one hand, I really feel like I would have much rather see a completely different movie to get us to the point that I started liking it, like the coma. Because everything that leads into it is bizarre. And the, the pregnancy, her getting into a coma, how she gets into a coma, like all the plot points of him going out and spending money, I get it. It all adds up. I just don't think it's that entertaining. And I, I think it's it's kind of bizarre in a lot of ways. But I do think that the use of Rocky as a character, like the strength of the first movie was these characters feeling so real. And I think they continued that with this. Like there's there some weird choices, like him buying a car that he can't drive and him trying to learn to read and all that stuff. I think it gets a little too real at points of just like, yeah, these are just real people making mistakes and and, and trying to learn at the same time. Uh, but I, I appreciate like, the use of religion as well. Like Rocky kind of really... Uh, falling back on the the church and the pastor and all that stuff to like help him through all this stuff and like going to the dude's house before uh the, the <laughs> so fight. Good. Like, oh, I love that stuff. Like, I, I was like, you know, Fire what car mine. For, <laughs> it's much, mine for as much as I didn't enjoy how we got there, I thought I was like, you know what, they tied it all up, and when they they, they clearly had enough budget where they're like, all right, this time we're not just stealing shots. We're going to steal shots and we get a hospital. So let's use the hospital as as much as humanly possible. Let's get in the beginning of the movie and let's have the whole middle be there too. Why the fuck not? Uh, But I, I think that I enjoyed Adrian and Rocky's relationship Many, many times more in this one than I did the last. I believed it a lot more. I still don't like Adrian as a character. I think she's really weak, and I don't think that's going to be a popular take, but I stand by it. And uh, I think Polly was utilized the right amount in this one, where it was just like, "Cool, I didn't need more of him." But Mickey is my goddamn man. I love him and Rocky's relationship, and again, the tie to the religion. I thought they did a great job with. But I can't wait to get in the plot and get into the the latter half of this because goddamn win.
3: <laughs> That's it. Win.
1: oh and then a back-to-back training montage i didn't see uh, it coming guys i didn't see it coming i thought him grabbing that chicken was going to be the end of it i know. did not expect to get children <laughs> Hundreds of children. Like the Pied Piper them. of Philadelphia. Dude, with them with playing the song for the first one, but instead of the epic like opera choir, this time it was like a children's choir. Yeah. Oh my God, that was it, dope. It looks like they're chasing
2: him down in the streets. It was so Dude, funny. When he starts running ahead of them, and they're oh. like,
1: go, go, go.
2: <laughs> There's like one kid that tries to hang for a, th- a couple seconds, and it was like, what are you thinking, you
3: idiot yeah. kid? There's no yeah. way you're going to. Yeah. You can't hang yeah. with Rocky.
2: Andy,
1: I want to get to the plot, but before we do that, Let me tell you about our sponsors.
4: Are people still trying to make plans with you this summer as if you aren't booked and busy already? You're just going to have to tell them to try again in the fall. You've got pool days, pride parades, bachelor parties, and beach vacations waiting for you because when you're living your best life, the last thing you want to worry about is butt sweat. I'm Greg Miller and my butt never sweats because I wear MeUndies. You've heard it a million times. I like MeUndies so much. My first pair, I bought a whole bunch more and threw away the rest of my underwear. They're the best. MeUndies has the lightest, most breathable fabrics to keep you cool and comfortable wherever you go. From undies to bra to socks, to loungewear, to swimwear, you can find something for all your plans. MeUndies also releases new prints all the time, like their limited edition Pride collection. Find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. For a limited time, if you sign up for their free-to-join MeUndies membership, you get 25% off your first membership item. To get 15% off your first order, 25% off your first membership item, and 100% satisfaction guaranteed, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny, that's MeUndies.com slash kind of funny. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days earlier with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is about more than just getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck get started with chime today applying for a free account takes less than two minutes get started at chime.com slash kf games that's chime.com slash kf games banking services and debit card provided by the Bancor bank or stride bank na members fdic early access to direct deposit funds depends on your payer
1: plot time
2: Tim, before we get into the plot, there's one thing mm-hmm. I need you to do for me. Yes. Come here. Mm-hmm. Win. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, baby. Win. Win. What are we waiting what are we for? What do we wait for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Rocky, too. Or as I like to call it, Half of the best Rocky movie you have ever watched. Uh, <laughs> just in case uh, you, the, you were going to start with the same fanfare theme, guess what? No, we're, we're straight flunking on this one. Uh, and we get a little a recap of where we were before. They, in a fact, little. not just recap. They just show the entire end of the Yo, last movie.
1: This oh,
0: man.
2: Just, so the era of Karate Kid.
1: Like, we yeah. always joke about Karate Kid just, like, having so many flashbacks. They literally showed half of Rocky 1 in the beginning
0: of Rocky 2. Awesome. I was shocked. Awesome. Can, you, can you imagine if if in game started like that? It was like, wait a minute, <laughs> no War. Like, no you no should one... go.
3: You should have gone well, for the head. It was like, well, this,
2: no wonder the runtime so long. Yeah. once got uh, edited now that way. <laughs> of course, uh, we we start, and it, I love this movie. Just like I'm always a sucker for movies that pick right up like right up the second after uh, the other movie ends. And so this is where this is. We wind up in the ambulances going to the hospital uh, because both fighters are pretty much have beat each other to death. Um, uh,
1: And and with that, I I do just want to say, like, I, you know, you guys know me, not really a sports guy, definitely not a fighting guy. Like, I'm a pro wrestling guy because I like it because it's fake and there's all that stuff. I do not like the idea that it's just totally legal and, like, just, like, expected – that we just watch people beat the shit out of each other to the point that they're gonna go to the hospital. Like there's just an ambulance ready for them. They're just gonna get to. What the fuck is wrong with people, man? Hey man, what? that's awesome.
0: What's trippy, Tim, is now that YouTubers and TikTokers and Twitch people, they're jumping into that bandwagon. I don't, hey, now, Andy, if you want to fight Andy, you, I'm not going to fight you, brother. You, if, you know ahead. Uh, I'm uh, going to do it.
3: Sancho, I'll take a fall first round. We get paid big, big <laughs> yeah, talk, let's right? Let's do it.
2: Let's do it. To be fair, if any, no, there's no ref on the planet that would have let that, <laughs> either of these fights keep going. They would have taken one look. The doctors alone would have taken one look at Rocky by the end of like the 10th round and been like, we got to call this, dude. You're going to, this is going to be serious damage to you. But anyway, I digress. It's a movie. Uh, they arrive at the hospital and they arrive to a media circus and someone asks Rocky do you think you have brain damage he goes oh, I don't see any uh, <laughs> Apollo immediately comes in sees the media circus and turns it on right he wants a rematch right there Rocky's like I thought you said you didn't want one and he's like no I want one right now anytime anywhere uh, of course Rocky's like I'm just gonna go into surgery uh we get a little throwaway line where the doctor's like I'm really concerned about this I probably should have written that a little bit more uh Polly still wants Rocky to connect him with Gatso on his behalf for his old job and Rocky finally just concedes Uh, And then the nurse is like, hey, Rocky, it's time for your medication also. Can I have an autograph for my kid? And Rocky's like, sure, this seems inappropriate, but why not? It's the 70s. Uh, And then I love this scene because, Andy, you were talking about how Apollo's like, or maybe it was you, Tim, that was talking about how Apollo's like kind of the, oh, no, it was Andy. You talking about how he's like a villain in the beginning, right? But then we get this incredibly touching moment where where Rocky, because of course they would be in the same hospital, sneaks into his room and he goes, hey, Apollo, can can I talk to you for a second? And he's like, yeah, he goes, I, I got to know, did you give me your best? And Apollo goes, yeah. And then Rocky goes, thank you. And love I love it. love it. So it's this love one it. real moment of Creed. I love that moment. That's the, that's the moment that, to me, makes him this fully fleshed out character. And then, of course, the internet commenters later will see uh, you get to him, even though he's world champ. Uh, but Rocky, also,
3: like, you know, Polly, time and place, brother. Let's have some self-awareness. Hey. Uh, you know, like... We can't be asking for <laughs> for a job right now, brother. Like, my, I almost lost my eye. <laughs> yeah, I can't, yeah, exactly. Hey,
0: he lost a lot of weight. He's feeling good. Paulie, Burt Young looking great. A little confident, yeah. You know I mean? a, a, a little too confident, confident
2: now. <laughs> Tell you what, it's it's one of those things where it's like you you call up Burt Young, and you go, Burt, we're going to do a sequel to Rocky. Uh, can you not lose forty pounds? Because it literally picks up the second of <laughs> the old movie. It's like. No, the not will, <laughs> I'm going
3: <gonna
2: lose, laughs> to lose 20 pounds. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's hair is going to get about five inches longer and, and his waistline here? is going to be way smaller. Yes. He's way more fit in this movie. Oh yeah, And his pants are so tight. Yes. Anyway, uh, Rocky finally gets out of the hospital and people hound him for a contract, but he'd rather take Adrian to the zoo uh, to propose to her. And he says, uh, you know, I was wondering, what are you doing for like the next 40 or 50 years? And he goes, will you marry me? She goes, yes, I'd like to marry you. That's very very nice, and he's so excited that he invites the tiger to the wedding as well. Dude, I love, a great scene. I, I love it. I see this tiger in the back, and immediately, y'all, I'm like, oh, oh,
1: here we go. We're I... getting it. We're getting it. Nope. And I was waiting. I was waiting, and I was shocked that we did not get it. We get multiple teases. We get it on bomber jacket, and we don't get it yet. Still... I can't wait for it, to oh, hit, y'all. Oh, it,
3: it's wild. Yeah, I'm this, I'm on the same. Well, the first thing I thought was like, I hope there's a big wall drop off in between where this tiger is and where they are. Because this <laughs> this the tiger appears to be in the same section that you look at like penguins, ostriches <laughs> and penguins. <through>. Like <laughs> like I was like, man, that's a really small wall. Like but then they show the other angle where they're walking away and there's that big I'm like, oh, thank God safety. You know, we're, we're good over here. We're good.
0: I think I this is what good. I was going to say. Sorry, Nick, this is what you're talking about. That part was Stallone's like, when he's walking away, it's always when he's walking away from off camera, he's like, yeah, hey, you know, we all, sudden so we can get married and you, Hey, tiger to coming through. Yeah. All right. Good time. He's like, that's the Stallone that you're talking about. That's no longer Rocky. A little bit. He dips into Stallone there. There's, there's, yeah. there's a lot of the moments, at the beginning of this, a lot of
2: it's the shopping moments. Um, and you'll see it too. It's going to be a criticism of mine going later. He gets more and less Rocky sometimes in these movies. It's weird, but you know, it is, <laughs> it is just what it is. Um, I do want to point out to Andy, uh, it's never steep enough to me. Never. <laughs> Every time I see this thing, I'm like, it could be 20 feet steeper.
1: It that
3: could tiger could that. clear that easily. The yeah. tiger's clearing
1: that. You does. know, I, I got to say, too, I've never really, uh, it's clear, but I've never really thought about a zoo in the snow. I kind of like the imagery of this, of this
2: tiger just Literally, chilling surrounded just by, by snow. Yeah. yeah. Isn't beautiful. It was, a, it was a really good moment. It's, it's a moment that literally I, I, I had forgotten about and I watched it. So it was like seeing it for the first time, it was really cool. Uh, then they get married in a Catholic church, full Catholic ceremony in Italian, Madonna. Uh, the only people there I love that it's just the pet store owner, Mickey, Polly and Gatto. That's it. And and they brought back the pet store owner, lady, from the first one who told him to stop stealing shit from her. Uh, Gatso wants him to invest his prize money. He's like, How much prize money do you have? Now, if you remember correctly, he was supposed to get paid $150,000, but I guess after all the fees and taxes, he only has $37,000 left. And Gatso's like, Hey, I want you to invest that in condominiums. And Rocky has an embarrassing moment. Where he goes, Hey, and Livy use them because he <laughs> thinks he's talking about condoms.
3: <laughs> Great. That's <moment>. a <laughs> joke. Thank you.
0: It's, Thank it's, you. it's Thank such you. a like,
3: um it, it I feel like maybe Sancho might be the only one uh who can uh, understand this reference, but Yogi Berra mm-hmm. has these things called yogiisms. And to mm. me, like these are all becoming Rockyisms where um these are all just kind of silly things that Rocky decides to say and throw in there. I'm like, these are like I don't see that as a character change because I feel like we had a lot of those moments enough of those moments I'd say in part one to be like that's just Rocky being Rocky these moments where he does have something witty or silly to say to me those are just it works for me And um, so right there the condominium line is a Rockyism for me
2: (laughs) definitely a line though that if you were there's a lot of moments in this, and I'm like, we could have left some of these in the cutting room floor.
1: Because they, I mean, that's they're, they're, the entirety yeah. of Rocky One as well. Like, there's no difference well, between the script of Rocky One and Rocky Two. It's just them. It's just Stallone being Stallone, but with like slight bit of character, man.
2: Yeah, but I think there's 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 some of this that just feels like a lot of that felt like you were living with the character and getting to know him and getting to know Philadelphia and getting to know where his emotional state was, and like a lot of it was was not done intentionally, but helped really kind of let you know Rocky, you know, at, at his heart is a really good guy. And in this one, it's more of that, but we don't need it. What we want is we want to see Rocky go into that, have that conflict with Adrian and with himself of like really wanting to fight again, really wanting to be around it. And we get that, but there's just a lot of this stuff where I'm like, it's a cute scene, but I think it's a lot of it feels like it's a first draft, if that makes sense. A lot of it feels like, oh, that'd be a funny scene. And then you see it in context, you're like, it's kind of cheesy. It kind of, it kind of feels like almost a parody of Rocky. Um, sometimes, not this condominium line This is genius and it doesn't get any better than this But just some of the other ones, I'm like We could have taken some of these out to move the story along a little faster
0: And um if a question?
3: a correction because I have uh, I see Madeline Stanley in the YouTube live chat right now and she's here because she's a patron and she's the best of us uh, yeah, um, right she said why do Tim and not know why do Tim and Nick not know about Yogi Bear yeah and I should have made the correction that I'm talking about Yogi Berra the baseball player the baseball, the baseball player. player yes the former uh Yankee who is Yogi no is who did a lot of commercials for like Aflac back in the day post retirement where he always has these sort of silly quips and sayings and one-liners yeah. that are always kind of like baskets. Right? <laughs> but that's what Yogi no. Bear
2: is based off of, right? Isn't that character based off of Yogi Bear? You see, you say all this
0: about Yogi, I'm and first. I'm thinking about Abe Bogota, dude. That's the guy I see in my mind. Very different. <laughs> Very different
2: than Yogi Bear. Very different, yeah. But, like, I will yeah. not have anyone disrespecting Abe
3: Bogota here. Don't <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so.
0: So disrespect Abe to Bogota here.
3: So, for reference, Yogi Bear. I don't know if Yogi Bear is refer- is a reference it's got to be right now, now that I'm hey, boo, thinking boo.
0: Of it. Hey, but Yogi Berra played <laughs>
3: catcher for the Yankees and he has these things called Yogiisms which are like uh it's like déjà vu all over again. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. You can observe a lot just by watching. Like he has all these little sayings that just became Yogiisms yeah, and a lot of these lot stupid of Stallone uh Rocky moments became like just balboa for me i'm yeah. like oh that's something that rocky would say that's just like a silly little joke in that moment a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore you know little sayings like that good that job Yoki i love that uh, uh
2: okay uh we go back and uh, he i love that he carries her all the way home because you're just of course supposed to carry your bride uh, across Wait. the threshold but he carries her all the way home from the church <laughs> for no reason uh and we see frank stallone again just gorgeous hair in this time yeah, just really yeah. really spent yeah. a lot on his hair and makeup still singing real, by the w- trash real quick fire. Sancho, what, you had your Henry's?
0: Oh, sorry, I, I gotta get used to that system, Um my wife, we're watching this together and she goes, You didn't carry me that all the way from <laughs> like oh, wait a minute. I was like, Wait a minute. I'm not the Italian stallion here. I'm not gonna be able to carry you all the way that far. I was like, I carried you across the threshold into our a hotel room when we got married. I didn't care. I'm sorry, I didn't carry you all the way across the street, right? You know, Andy? He carried her for and, and, like four and- miles, bro. His quads are gonna <laughs> be on fire. That's what I was
3: saying. That's yeah, exactly the if the- inside the- of Nick uh or Tim's stats section, yeah, the yeah. Sec- yeah, he carried her for approximately fourteen miles. Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: mm-hmm. really Really
3: tough um
2: rocky carries her home uh, and they go in and it's uh and he, then he tells her she's the best thing that's ever come into his crazy life it was very very sweet uh and then uh the next day he goes and he buys a brand new firebird and everyone myself included and my italian mother is like what are you doing you should be investing that money in a house uh and she's and he's like you like to have a good time then they go buy Rolexes. he's like then you need a good watch if you like to have a good time and that's my, yeah, baby.
1: That oh, that's, that's a, a Rockyism
2: that right there. I was like, that's good. That's damn yeah. good. Uh, and he pretty much kind of spends a lot of his money. He gets the tiger jacket, which is incredible. Oh, and it's I'll so tell you good. what the gold Rolex with the tiger jacket sleeves rolled up is just the, be- is a with- tight. He, he looks,
1: looks a so good color. in his jacket. Yeah, man. Incredible. I, his upgrade of his like superhero outfit from yeah. one to two.
3: Yeah.
2: Fantastic. Well, yeah. honestly, it's, I mean, and this is, I think Stallone looked great in the first Rocky. Don't get me wrong, but this is really an upgrade to his physique. He's way more fit and way skinnier in this. And he looks—he looks. The the clothes are like they—they they basically look made him look schlubby in the first one. Like the clothes didn't fit. The clothes are tailored within a half of a like a, like a, a millimeter of his ass this time. It is so tight those jeans, those pants that he's wearing. And you know what? In I can't fault him jeans. for it. When
3: he walks away from Polly after he gives away the car and like sells yeah. him in the car, or whatever. I'm just looking at this specimen. Like, god, god damn, me. like it, because he's wearing all black, it looks like someone did the Who's That Pokemon just silhouette cutout. It looks so tight and like just form fitting. I dude, shout out to him, but I we'll get to it later. But Car
1: Weathers, man. Oh my god. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> Shit. Like he was like, oh damn, Stallone stepped it up. I gotta step I gotta it gotta up, step man. Step it up. I gotta bury him with my physique. His shoulders <laughs> look like you remember when um he's got the Bill Goldberg yeah, the tra- traps, yeah, yeah, bro. The traps, yeah. No, so do you guys remember what was the uh oh god like the what were the the the, the statues like the the toys that had like they were hyper accurate with like all the sinews and the shoulders and like it doesn't matter he looks like an action figure.
3: McLaren, right?
2: The, yeah, the, yeah, the, the McFarlane ones. Oh, the Todd McFarland was oh, like
3: yeah.
2: So, you got me there, Kev. Uh, his the definition between the ball of his shoulder and his tricep and bicep is like what I used to draw before I understood that that's not physically possible for a human being to have that. It's so cool looking, he's so good. And of course we get to him right here over at the Creed household, which is a stunning house. Yes. His wife's like, why oh, can't you yeah. just be happy that you're a champ and you won? And he's reading all these letters that people sent to him, which I love because it's like the modern day internet commenter, uh, which is of course what made Snowmic Mike uh, cut his mustache and then regrow his mustache. And he's nice. like, people think I threw this fight. I can't, I this is, I can't deal with this. And she's like, got to get over this and he's like yeah but well, of course it, we all know he can't
3: it it didn't seem believable until the messenger said kill yourself i was like oh, okay yeah they they're really on <laughs> no. they're accurate right well now. you think yeah. it was just
2: too nice
1: you're like this is yeah. how people talk about mm-hmm. uh, now, this... i do have a question a quick question here without i, I don't want to get too into to future spoilers on this but mm-hmm. is adonis is that adonis is that little kid creed or is it a different kid? No, okay. you'll okay. you'll get okay. into it later. Okay, okay, because I got really excited. I was like, "Holy shit, that could be Michael B. Jordan." But no, it's a whole thing. <laughs> okay.
0: Th- this um... is this is what I was talking about earlier about seeing more of Apollo Creed, and this is why I like Rocky II's version of Apollo Creed because you get to see his home life, you get to see the pressure uh, as well from his wife, and you get to see him as like he's juggling this whole thing about I'm I'm the world champ. I got to keep this persona up. No one can challenge me. I'm the best. This guy should have never went the distance against me. And then juggling with his, you know, dealing with his wife and at the same time dealing with him, you know, as a man and himself. And so that's why I like this version of Apollo that we'll get to see that this prideful Apollo, it cost him in the fight because he was like he was already up in the numbers. They didn't have to push Rocky. Decides to go ahead, and you know what I'm talking about, Andy. Hey, man, you already up, dude. Let the let the zone make them come to you, brother. Yeah, you don't right, have to go into that. Them. You gotta get. So I think this prideful Apollo is the fully flesh Apollo versus this the producer. I gotta put up a good, uh, entertaining match in Rocky One.
2: And and I think what really helps is that, you know, they always talk about like what's the best antagonist, right? Well, the best antagonist you could possibly write is the person who's a hero in their own story. This movie could have been written from Apollo Creed's perspective and it would have been mm-hmm. every bit as good because all of us can sympathize with being the world champions at something and then having some some pug Ooh. come in and try to take that away from us, right? Wow. And Apollo is not a not an unlikable person in this. There's a great scene later where where his trainer duke is like dude and and, and i have it written down because it's such a good performance where he's like we don't need a guy like this in our life and he doesn't even skip a beat he's like make this happen because he's obsessed with it it's his mm-hmm. it's moby dick right it's like he mm-hmm. can't let this go he knows he'll never live this down unless he steps in that ring again and that's a very very compelling thing especially for the antagonist um of course, uh, Rocky doesn't whoop. give a crap about any of this because he just found out that Adrian is pregnant. He goes, I knew you could do it. Uh, and it's so cute. He's so excited. And they're talking about what's going to happen if it's a boy or a girl. And Adrian says, if it's a boy, I'd like him to be just like his father. And Rocky says, don't you think one dumbbell in this family is enough? And You got to love him. Uh, and then... To go over to Rocky doing his first commercial for Beast Aftershave and he looks ridiculous and he's not comfortable and all of this goes terribly terribly wrong because he has difficulty reading off the cue cards and the director is the most unprofessional asshole I've ever seen in my entire life and everyone laughs at him and basically they kick him out and he ends up quitting. Um, this whole thing is its weird to me. I, I don't, I don't, I don't
1: like the scene. It feels well, the whole thing it, it feels like it goes on long and it feels like we are we stopped watching a movie and now we're watching like a 70s sitcom. For that- are like
2: 20 yeah. that's what I'm that's what I don't love like that's what I'm talking about when I talk about like the first draft of something like this should have been done a different way because it doesn't feel like it fits in the in in this movie it kind of takes you out of it for a little bit to a degree i'm
0: i was wondering i wonder is this more of like stallone's commentary when he first became famous going into these commercial suits i think like that's what i'm saying like a lot of this when he writes a movie For Rocky, a lot of it mirrors what he went through. So I'm thinking that's why it maybe feels out of place. Because he probably went through this, you know, uh, this guy who spoke with a a draw in a weird way. He he sounds different. He's a big Hulk. He's doing these like, hey, I'm a beast. If you want to, in the morning, I splash it on and I smell like a man. Like, I think that that is a commentary of what he went through as Sylvester Stallone approaching his newfound fame and I'm thinking, is this maybe that you're you're correct about that, Nick? But that's why I love so much about this movie. It's that he's trying to figure it out, and maybe he didn't write it correctly, or maybe he needed more yeah. time. But I, I like the idea of him kind of, like, sorting out his own ghosts through Rocky.
2: I love that, and I, and you're absolutely right, and I'm totally with it. I just don't love—I think it's better in theory than it is in practice here. I think he right. needed to figure out a different angle for it, because this feels like a comedy that was made in the 70s at this point. We're like It's, like a, it's feel, a pacing it like, thing it's for me. Be, and Rocky
1: 1 had the same issue, but I think with this, it's like, the, the things they choose to speed through and the, the things they choose to sit with, I think are a little odd because it's like, alright, cool, he has the money, he spent the money, he needs more money, he's trying to get the money. Like, the way that they, they choose to, like, deal with where they they actually show us instead of just telling us, compared to like the relationship between him and Adrian, where legitimately within the last five minutes we see him propose, get
2: married, and yeah, impregnate her. <laughs> it's <laughs> insane. Like it's fucking crazy. I'm with you, and I think this could have been handled differently, right? Like I think it could have been handled with him going to them and be, them being like, "It just nobody cares anymore." But instead, they kind of take us a longer ride. It's it, it's it is it just is what it is, but. Uh, Of course, later that night, he practices reading. (laughs) He practices reading to Adrian, and she says, you read nice. And he says, thank you. You lie nice. And this is one of those moments. (laughs) Great. I love it. This is one of those moments where if you look, this is what I'm talking about. Because Sylvester Stallone says this, and you can tell that, maybe it was written in the script, who knows? But you can tell that it kind of came out, and Sly Stallone sneaks through. It's no longer Rocky. It's badass, soon-to-be-action hero star Sly Stallone. Very charming, very charismatic. The, The man that my mom quote, during Tango and Cash, where you see his buns, she said, "End I quote, nice buns. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We put it on the box. <laughs> well, that's probably the only time my mom's ever said she liked the guy, another guy's butt.
1: Man, I'd
3: love a top <laughs> five I, ranking. Great, great. Oh, oh,
1: Of, of latest <laughs> Scarpina's favorite buns.
3: The <laughs> <Yeah. And> buns. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I, I'll disagree with that just because I see that as another Rockyism. I see that as another... It's an ism. I'm com- talking more about the delivery of it. Where Okay.
2: He says he has a he's moment smooth like smooth with it. He's smooth he breaks character it. and he's very smooth and very charming. And that's not Rocky. Rocky is charming because he's so innocent. This moment is sliced alone. Like bro. What's up? You know what I mean? Like really sliding himself out, but I yes, loved, funny. It. I, loved by, it. By, I loved
3: her. I, it, the whole back and forth seemed very endearing and adorable. And I loved, uh, Adrian's performance here. I thought, it all felt very believable, much like a lot of the other sequences for me in part one, where it, it that could have been improv. Like it yeah. just feels it doesn't feel like it's written off a or read off a script.
1: Yeah. And I, I again, it feels real. Like the note I put is Rocky is like my friend James Burke. It's like his direction was to just talk and just yeah. keep talking just to fill the scene. And like it feels real. I just don't know if it feels good.
2: Uh, the next
1: day, Rocky it, it
3: feels great to me because again, it reminds me of LaRusso in Karate Kid right where right. it it's kind of just talking we're just talking like and that's kind of why um i i guess i guess i'd prefer that over a badly delivered line that was like read and practiced If it just feels more believable i guess Oh, fair enough. Me. i mean
2: good. it's a, it's a, it's a very endearing line for sure i just uh Anyway, moving on, uh, the next day, Rocky tries to get a job, but the only one he can do, he can find, are manual labor jobs. Nobody wants to hire him from office. Of course, he'd wants to. he rather make a living sitting down, but not, it's not in the cards. So uh, he goes over, and the only place he can get a job at is the Shamrock Meat House, and boy, does it suck. Uh, but Rocky makes the best of it, and he kicks ass. Uh, eventually, of course, they got to let Rocky go. I do want to give a shout-out to the guy that plays his boss here, because if I'm not mistaken, it's the same actor that was the, uh, the over-the-top uh, uh, police chief in Last Action Hero. I think it's the same guy, oh the guy my that like, God. breaks the windows. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his name, but he's awesome. Great movie. um, Great movie. Uh Rocky heads uh, to Polly to sell his car, kind of a sad scene. And Polly's doing well. Polly's a like, Polly, Polly, you know, Go say up. what you will. But the man has really come into his own as a collection specialist for, for Gato. So, I mean, he really has kind of found his calling in life and he's happy. And he's no longer uh, he's not that much of a dick anymore. Kind of still of a dick, but yeah. he buys he buys Rocky's car and then he offers. He's in, in the right, right like, line
3: of work, Nick, you know. because you know he does tell Rocky to break his sister's teeth. And it's like shitty thing okay. to say, but you're in the right line of work. Paul. <laughs> like,
2: you know, yeah. <laughs> you exactly. found your calling. Happy calling. <laughs> uh he says why don't you be smart and fight again? And Rocky's like, I don't want to do that. Adrian doesn't want that. Um and then he gives then he offers Rocky a ride. He's like, "You want to ride home?" Because Rocky forgot. Like, you can't. You gotta. And someone's gotta take you home. Rocky's like, "Nah, walk. I guess." And again,
3: Bro, I I love the performance right here because you can tell Rocky's like, "Fuck, I, fuck, I didn't ride think home. about that." Yeah. But he's just too prideful in that moment. Yep. You can tell he just. He doesn't want to accept the ride. He's going to act like, no, I'm just kind of walking. I was oh, on the way over. Uh... Like, he's totally inconvenienced here, but he just can't drop the pride.
0: It's yeah. more about dealing with Adrian when he gets home. He doesn't want Adrian to know he did this. Right. I think that's a part of it, too. I mean, uh, when you're married, you don't want to be proven wrong. And that's because Adrian told him, like, don't spend your money. And, he, you know, he bought the house on a whim. He buys everything on the whim. And now he's like. He's got to, you know, hand in hat. You got to go back to Adrian and say she was right.
3: And, and we do see her kind of waiting for him when he gets home in a, at another part of the movie. And you kind of got to understand that, like, obviously I'm not married, but Sancho and uh, Nick. like, Have you ever had those moments where you Every get time the I'm, late night fast food yeah. and you're like, oh, I hope she's not waiting for me. I hope she doesn't see me get out of the car with the McDonald's in my hand with the Taco Bell. You mm-hmm. know? Eating in yeah, the car. No. It's usually she's usually asleep beforehand, but it's always the next morning where she'll wake up and be
2: like, "For the love of God, throw it out outside! Do not put the Taco Bell remnants in the trash. Everything smells." Uh, like so tasty. Those I burps in the bed with uh, you. I do also want to point out that there's a moment where he goes to park the car and hits a trash can, and you think it's because he's a bad driver, but he makes he does actually make an excuse for why he's selling the car because his right eye is so messed up, he has trouble seeing like making right hand turns and that actually kind of like a reason why he hits that trash can which is kind of crazy to think about I, um, is that true that's i uh, mean I, I get the vibe
0: he doesn't know how to get good idea though i like that idea and, well, i like, like
2: that but like that it seems like he's
1: maybe he's not just turning that he has a problem with it seems yeah. like it's all not
2: a stick but whatever <laughs> it's all yeah. shot I, I, do, um, I
1: do like the, what you guys are talking about of uh, like the Rocky being prideful and kind of not wanting to it, admit the feet in front of people and stuff because we see it a couple times in the first movie. And then in this one, we see it here, and then we see it with the newspaper coming up as well, where he's just like, ah, oh, there's mm-hmm. just, they're just being kind of funny and that we get a shout out, of course. Uh, in the yeah. like the newspaper making fun of me and stuff and the the chicken stuff. and then he goes in the bathroom like looking at, it, he's all pissed off about it. Like I love that. I think it's really good character, <laughs> yeah, character- really characterization
2: good. for him. Uh, of course, we have a great scene here where he's he's training downstairs, and he tells Adrian he's thinking about fighting again, and and she's really just worried. She's like, "Dude, the doctor said if you fight again, you could go blind," and that's a very, that's a very big deal. And he's like, "Yeah, I guess you're right." Uh, Adrian offers to get her old job back at the pet shop, and again, another one of those prideful moments. Rocky's super disappointed in himself, but he says he has to agree that that's a good that's a good course of action. Like they need the money, and so she does. Uh, then he heads over to Mixed gym with Butt Kiss and his racket, uh racquetball. Uh, Mickey tries to talk about a fighting and this is this is this this great scene where it's it's a role it's a reversal of uh where we were in the first movie right he's coming to and he even says so he's like you owe me a favor like I'm coming to get that favor repaid I need you to train me I need you to fight again and he's like he's like listen man every pug thinks he has one good eye left forget it and then Rocky uh, and Rocky's like come on you gotta do it he's like forget it you got heart but you ain't got the tools anymore and then to prove it he slaps him and he's like, you didn't even see that comment. That was from an old broken down pug like me. What do you think the champ will do to you?
3: And I he, love the way this is shot. I it's love so good. I love the darkness of all of it. I love like these close ups on Mickey's face just kind of he's just like in your face, showing like, Rocky, don't do this. You can't do this, man. Um, I love this whole sequence. And you mentioning broken down little pug. I think we need to add the broken down piece of meat, the wrestler Mickey Rourke to Rocky in review. I'm nominating oh, it right oh, now. Cool. Great movie. OK, cool. <laughs> if, look, if we did Balls of Fury in Mortal Kombat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Again, I, that was not my choice. I just went with it like all good choices. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, of course, Rocky Rocky has a great line here, too. Where he, I mean, and you really feel for him here because he's like, Mick, I just got to be around it. I can't I can't not be around it. And so he's like, can I at least come back to the gym? And and, and mix, like. You want those guys idolize you. You want them to see you like emptying out spit buckets. And he's like, I don't care. I just want to be around it. So he gives him his job back. Uh, Apollo, of course, still wants a rematch. But as trainer, this is this gr- another great series Dude. back-to-back where Duke tells him the truth. He's like, Rocky got lucky, and he's done, but he's done. He's like, you think I beat him the last time? He's like, you think I beat him the last time, do you? And Bill can't answer. He's like, man, uh, I won, but I didn't beat him. Is what he says, dude. I love the back and
1: forth that you beat that man like you've never beat a man in your life, and that man kept coming at you. We don't need
2: that kind of man in our lives. Yeah, I was, was like,
1: oh so oh damn, that character. All of a sudden, what's his name, Duke? Duke, I yep. think. Oh, yeah, that's, I it, yeah, that's like, his nickname. You are my guy. Like that was awesome, and I, I just I love I love the fleshing out the the Creed
3: side of things because I, I think Creed is such an interesting character. Mm-hmm, well, I, a, I, I think it's not only that; it's just. Uh, it's not only all the other stuff duke said i just love that silent moment of do you think i won that fight and him yeah. going honest do you want me to be honest yeah and him being like yes be honest like all right and then he sort of says his piece but i love yeah i'm right with you tim i think this character is so important and adds so much more to creed as an antagonist here go ahead sancho
0: i was gonna say like this whole dynamic reminds me of, of, as well of a real a uh, fight between Tyson Fury and Wilder. I mean, those guys had so many great bouts as well. Wilder, fantastic fighter, crazy throwing haymakers, and he could hit hard as like a truck. But Tyson Fury has this, the Gypsy King, has this amazing chin. And this guy, literally out like a light, gets back up and beats Wilder. Like, If you want to see something that's just like Rocky, watch those fights. And Fury... Just has Wilder's number, and that's what you're gonna, and you we're gonna see here with Apollo Creed and Rocky. This is some guys you just can't beat. You, I mean, and, and I think that's what so makes Creed such a a great hero at the same time is because he wants, you know, he's not a bad guy. He's just he wants to win. He's a competitor, and for him to go up against Rocky again, I mean, it just shows you that he's not afraid of Rocky, and he knows he could beat him again.
3: Tim, watch those interviews on YouTube. You'll get chills because they, oh, they yeah. are interviewing both the fighters and other people in the camps and other observers and people in the community. And they're like, uh, Wilder's like, I've never hit anybody that hard in my life before. And I, every, everybody saw him hit the ground or like he's done. And the man's eyes open up like The Undertaker, dude. Yeah, dude. And it's like, how? Are you wow. up right now? <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Who, who is Tyler the Creator? Uh, Ty- Ty- yeah, Tyson Fury. Tyson yeah. Fury Tyson and Dante Fury. Wilder.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tyler
2: the Creator. Awesome that was a good mm-hmm. one, Tim. You guys, Tim's giving you gold over here and you guys are just <laughs> it. Uh, I'm Tony with it, man. of course says, Tony of course says, I know what you're feeling, but let it go. And Apollo immediately does not. He orders his PR man to launch a full-scale assault on Rocky, uh, even <laughs> uh, even if it means he's setting himself up as the bad guy. And he says, "Whatever, gets him in the ring." So the he's like, can do. send them memes.
0: All yeah. the memes we have. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: <shit> posts, baby.
2: <laughs> now, you know, here's what I'm going to say, guys. Listen, <laughs> listen, Apollo, you're a great fighter. And you're, you're great with the media. But you got to hire us if you want us to, to really get those good call-outs. Because the best they could come up with was Apollo Creed versus the Stallion Chicken. <laughs> i would have gone with the italian chicken personally because that makes a lot more sense the italian stallion the italian chicken but nobody asked me because i wasn't even born yet yeah contrary to popular belief <laughs> uh rocky em- empties spit buckets while other boxers pretty much demean him and then oh, got comes to the gym after hours to, uh, to offer rocky his old job back but rocky rocky politely turns him down is um, the implication that that bucket is full of just spit it's water. They don't they don't drink the water.
3: But they'll take it. Throw it at them. Yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah what I I understand they need to do this because we need to prove that, Ricky, that Mickey was right in saying Look, dude, it's going to look demeaning. These kids look up to you. And now you're going to be cleaning shit like uh, you're losing all the respect. I understand we need to show what the tell was. We need to show you that, yes, it's he's going to get disrespected, but I just find this sequence pretty unbelievable of, like, it's fine him getting the, the spit bucket, but then the guy bumps, in, bumps into him like, what, you don't have anything more manly to say than whoops? Like, Come on, that would never happen, dude. This Oops. guy was just on national TV and went 15 rounds with the World Heavyweight. Like, you would never suddenly be like, oh, he's carrying spit buckets. Now I disrespect this man. I don't believe this sequence. I'm not a big fan of it.
2: I'm, I'm telling you what, Andy, the second Greg loses a step, <laughs> the second he loses a step, we're going to pounce on him. Once um, I beat him in this race, you'll see. Oh, man, it's, he's never going to hit Andy uh he stops by the pet shop to talk to, a- to to walk adrian home and tells her a really bad joke then a bunch of bums from the neighborhood give him shit for sweeping up uh later that night rocky watches a news report about apollo talking mad shit uh rocky tells adrian he's supposed to be uh he's like uh well uh, oh, i don't know what i wrote here but he's supposed to be he's supposed to be a fighter not a a <laughs> or uh, a fighter he says i think i'm becoming a nobody again he wants to provide for Adrian and give her a good life, but she doesn't want him to fight. They can find another way. Please don't ask me to stop being a man, is what he says to her. Um, Mickey bangs on his door and interrupts the conversation. And he goes, I think, because he's watched the interview as well and has basically changed his mind. He's like, I think we got to uh, knock this guy's block off. Uh, love of course, it. Adrian, Adrian love watches it. from the stairs. And when Rocky sees her, all he can say is, I'm sorry. The rematch is set. It's so hype, on.
3: though. Like, it's just so high to be that Mickey saw the interview is pissed off and the like we have this meaningful back and forth between Rocky and Adrian, and she's very just reluctant and not happy about any of this. And Rocky knows it's breaking her heart and the o- door opens like we got to f- fuck this guy up. Dude. Oh. <laughs> and I, it's just Gun. really hype right there because, you know, the you know, the fight's about to begin.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, the fight will be held in the Philadelphia spectrum. Apollo is awesome at talking shit. Uh, once again, announces that he'll drop Rocky in two rounds. And then Rocky just fights back the only way he knows how, by being just incredibly sincere and innocent. And it's so adorable. Uh, but Apollo's pissed. And I love this because Carl Weathers does a great job. Everyone's laughing. It was this. And he's like, everyone needs to fucking understand that come November, you're mine. Uh, and then they spend the, uh, making him watch the tape of the first fight. And it comes up with a strategy. He's like, you got to change it up. Everything you got to learn how to be a right-handed fighter. I could have sworn at one point he switched during the fight, but I guess he never did. So this whole setup is kind of stupid, but first you got to be, you got to get speed, demon speed. First order of business, Tim. How do you get oh. demon speed? That's right. You got to chase chicken, the chicken. <laughs> got to chase the chicken.
1: I got to say when they set this up, I was like, this sucks. But mm-hmm. oh man, this payoff
2: was fan-fucking-tastic.
0: And Rocky I agree. says I
2: feel like a Kentucky fried idiot.
0: That's the best line right there. Yeah. Best line. Best delivery. Ooh, I feel like Kentucky Nails. fried idiot. <laughs> and he has that tear in his shirt. And I always wanted one a sweater like that. You can just put your hand like that and just sit there. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love
3: it. <laughs> I love the payoff. I love the the I love the setup for all the, you know, fight right-handed. We're gonna throw him off guard. Just, you know, didn't expect the switch up to happen when they're both almost dead. <laughs>
0: like I yeah. really does he switch up? Totally.
3: Yeah, at the very, very no, end.
0: He says he doesn't. He says I don't want to. He, he, he says, says I he don't want no to do tricks. that. I don't want to cheat.
3: he no, said but no
1: at tricks. The very end, he does though.
3: Yeah, at the like, like the final couple hits. He says I don't want him to do any tricks, and then Mickey is there in the corner like now, and then mm. we see it happen. Like, and that's where the final kind of like hits oh. on Apollo happen. Maybe the com- I think
0: the commentators call it out too yeah they they should have have, they should have done it and that's what i and that's why i don't like that
3: moment sancho Mm -hmm. because i don't love the fact that he laid the groundwork to show that the audience would be in doubt i didn't like him being like no no No. tricks i wish it was just like right here we fucking do it rocking and be like yeah let's fucking do it i needed that instead of like no tricks right. no tricks yeah because no yeah. Yeah. you know I, to
1: be I, I totally agree i don't like the
3: southpaw switch up thing i don't think they,
1: they landed it strong enough what i like is the whole buildup of the speed the necessity of speed oh, right. and like yeah. the, the demon speed and all that like they build it up right and with the chicken and then they cut from this to creed doing his training montage and oh. there's so much to break down here we're going to do break those abs in a second but Holy I, I just love the fact that Creed is fucking so so fast that like i'm watching this i'm like this must be sped up footage he's dodging like i have never seen a human being move it was one of the most incredible things i've ever seen and the fact that he is training with an audio recording of people
2: chanting his name i'm like this is fucking awesome Awesome. man (laughs) not only that but he is murking sparring partners yeah just putting people down and i quote get me another one yeah, but he's not doing it in like a. It, he's just determined. It is awesome to watch. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, and I, I was gonna say one of the things that I like about Rocky movies is the the antagonist or the other boxer is an athlete. Like Carl Weathers is a former NFL player, and he's just an athlete. And correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, is that this is after Predator, right, or right before or during Predator? Uh, it's no, like this is
2: this is way before
0: Predator. Way before Predator. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Predator was '87. I want to say, wow. It feels like all blur. Anyway, so, like, Carl Weathers is a natural athlete, and you see that, and I think that's what works him, is that it sells the movie, like, both Stallone, Carl Weathers, and the future of the boxers, except near the end, like, I really feel like they really sell the movie, and I like that so much more, because then you create doubt, like, that what's, what you talked about, Tim, is Stallone gonna win? I don't know, because Apollo Creed's out here destroying dudes. And just having his name chanted throughout the entire uh, boxing That's sparring.
2: That's so cool. That's so freaking cool, too. I heard that. I was like, Tim's going to love that. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, I that I loved it. Um, and of course, Mickey, and the, uh, the next day we see Adrian moving a heavy bucket of feed in the pet store and she gets a shooting pain in her stomach. Uh, Mickey over the gym is just pissed off Rocky because he's just not training hard enough, of course, because he's torn because he knows that the love of his life doesn't want him to be doing this and it's killing his spirit. It's killing his, his, his killer instinct. Uh, and he said, I liked you better when you were carrying spit, which is like, a shitty thing to say to someone, but of course he's trying to motivate him. Yeah. Polly Polly hears this, watches this, heads over to Adrian uh, to talk to talk her out of messing with Rocky's head, and she says he's gonna he says he's gonna get hurt because of you. And she says it's not all right. If he goes blind, you walk away. I can't. I love him. And then of course the pain in her side gets worse, and she collapses.
1: Great. Oh scene, God,
2: man. no, Great it's not. Scene. I hate this, dude. This is some fucking Star Wars episode three bullshit.
1: I don't like it at all. Man.
0: What? <laughs> yeah.
1: This is like, oh, the oh, the stress what? that
2: caused me to, to... No, 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 no.
0: Alec, Tim, you've never worked in a pet store It's very
2: stressful. Very stressful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mickey calls him a bum and tells him not to come back. And then the scene is interrupted with the news that Adrian is in the hospital. Later that night, Rocky heads over there. Uh, and Rocky and Polly get news that the baby is fine, but Adrian has uh, slipped into a coma. Uh, Rocky cries over her bed. He tells her not to worry about anything. He's going to be there when she wakes up. Paulie wants him uh, to come see his son, but he says, no, I'm not going to see my son. We're going to see him together for the first time. Uh, Rocky heads to the chapel to pray. Mick finds him there and tries to consult him. He tells me he's got a second shot at the biggest title in the world, and he's but he's going to uh, be swapping punches with the most dangerous fighter in the world. All this happens pretty soon. And he says, you ain't ready. He says, why don't you stand up and fight this guy hard? Don't lay down in front of him like this, like some kind of uh, mongrel or something. This guy doesn't just want to win. He wants to bury you. He thinks you're a bum. I think you're a hell of a lot more than that, kid. And then, of course, Rocky, he just can't deal with this. So he says, You know what? If you're going to blow this thing, then damn it, I'm going to blow it with you. I'm going to stay here and pray with you. That's yeah, really nice.
0: Good uh, moments, Sancho? I-, I was going to say, like, man, a- a- Adrian being in a coma, if you were in a coma back in the day, you had no help, dude. She's just lying in bed. Like, <laughs> you're just going to wake. We're going to wait for her to wake up. No oxygen, nothing. This is, we're going to wait for her to, to may- hey, maybe Salone's reading about, I don't know, some cowboy bandits going up a thing we'll get her back up to going again.
2: it's cute though right because is he reading the same book he was reading the first it's the same book yeah i like that like he hasn't finished it yet it's nice right and he writes her a poem which that's terrible but it's so endearing and all these things are going it on didn't have to little... ride, but it did. Right, it did It did. It did, did. <laughs> like date, and it's so cute and then of course he falls asleep holding her hand and then suddenly her hand squeezes back and she has woken up and he says, "I knew you were going to come back." And then he to himself, he whispers, "Thank God, dude." Uh, I, this scene
1: though, like it's so funny because I I legitimately hate from the pet shop through to the her being in a fucking coma, him not wanting to see the kid, like all that stuff. I'm out, just bro. like, this is this is so stupid. But the moment that her hand moves a little bit, yeah, and we get the Rocky theme starting to play, mm-hmm. but it's like the piano version, and it starts rising as long if it's her time. theme now, yeah. and I'm just like, oh my god let's go cinema (laughs)
0: and then uh, to me this is
2: cinema oh man i'll (laughs) tell you what and this is the moment of the movie that i was looking forward to most you guys seeing because i know sancho and i have been we've been through it already and it's always one of those this is one of those things that literally if i'm on the way to the jam andy i pull up the youtube video of this i don't even just listen to the song i pull up the youtube video and it makes me walk just a little faster toward the starbucks
3: um um i i i want to say uh you mentioning like you playing stuff to get you hype or whatever. I'm not sure what movie it happens in what Rocky movie it happens in, but the moment of like, that's what women's done or like, I don't know the exact sort of speech that Rocky does, Mm -hmm. but uh, Mm. one of my favorite band, Coheed and Cambria would come out, to that speech happening. Like oh, that's awesome. They'd okay. be playing the audio with kind of music swelling up to and they would like come out with their with their intro song, the first song on the concert. It was awesome. so fucking hype, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, the next day, of course, everyone is celebrating and they bring the baby in and they both get to see the kid for the first time. And man, this kid, what a head of hair. What a dude, head of hair on this kid. So I uh, see this yeah. kid.
1: I see this kid and I I jokingly to Gia, I'm like, I bet you that's his fucking kid. It's his goddamn turtles. It's his goddamn dog. (laughs) I look it up. It's his kid. It's his actual fucking kid. I swear to God, you're so right, Sancho. Rocky or Sylvester Stallone is just like, hey, I lived a life. What if I was a boxer (laughs) instead of an actor? I'm just going to write it. Like, I can't wait to see what he adds in three and four. He's like, this happened to me in real life. Here it is in this movie. Well, we'll see. I can imagine him see.
3: talking to his his wife or partner in that moment and being like, "No, no, no, but tonight we got to have the kid because like <laughs> we'll start filming and the kid needs to be ready." <laughs> like, right.
2: We start filming in six months, so we got to yeah. speed this up. We got to make this work. Uh, Polly tries to pull a Nick and tries to get the kid named after him. Spoilers, <laughs> if you name a kid after me, that'll be cool. Uh, and then Rocky pulls Adrian aside and takes the opportunity and says, "Listen, if you don't want me mixing up with Creed no more, we'll make uh, we'll make out some other way." And Adrian pulls him close. And she says, there's one thing I need you to do for me. And he goes, what's that? She goes, "He goes." She goes come here. When? And he's, he's like, what? She goes, when? And then Mick just fucking goes, what are we waiting for? And I'll tell you what, guys. We don't talk about the music enough in this. Whew. She goes, there's one thing I need you to do for me. Come here. When? And you hear the fucking bells ring. Bang, dong, um, dong, bang, dong, and then Nick goes, "What are we waiting for?" And I'll tell you what, guys, Andy hit the full Monty song. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: shit! <laughs> 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 Monty, Monty, here's the full Monty. There it is. I'm-
2: I'm gonna say one thing right now to you guys. Like I love Rocky one, I do, but I'm gonna, I might put this movie above Rocky one because this is the best montage ever. This is the montage I think of when I think of Rocky. Now there's the moment in this where the song's building, 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 and he's doing frog squats with a fucking tree trunk on his back and it falls down. And as the movie crescendos back up, he lifts the thing up, throws it back on his shoulders. And that's the moment he starts to win. And then we cut over to the gym. Not only is he doing the one handed push ups, he's doing a one handed pull up. Yep. And then his training partner is just fucking hammering his abs as he is doing uh, sit ups. Just whack, 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 whack. And Tim, that's what yeah. I want you to do to get Andy hyped. I'll do that. I'll do you. that.
1: That, you that, that training partner was real life champion Roberto Duran. No oh. shit. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. That's know that. incredible. Dude, I feel looked
3: really scrawny. He looked really, I guess he was like a featherweight or something he just looked like a smaller dude I don't know
1: wow this montage was incredible and it's it's so fucking incredible like every single moment every music sting every shot that they use like the ending with the chicken the excitement Mm -hmm. that Mickey has like I think that again Mickey really showed up for this movie and like I freaking loved it but I love that it ends and I was like oh wow they I thought for sure in the sequel they were going to do the the steps I can't believe they did it and then they play the actual Rocky mm-hmm. theme. And they're like, you thought the montage was over. Tim, you're a stupid motherfucker. We have so much more to go. The kids running is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And I can't they believe they nowhere. just kept adding <laughs> just like the more and more. And the, but the fact that this was like the same run that we saw from the first movie. But now so many more people are like believing for him, believe yeah. in him. I'm like, oh, my Lord, this is so fucking inspiring. It's so cool.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm you got to understand that. None of these people know anything of what he's been through in the past couple of weeks. What these people know is that he was a nobody that went 15 rounds and beat the fuck out of Apollo Creed. And yeah. now it's like, he's, here is our chance. Like, yeah, we, we lost the last Super Bowl, but this is our year right now. Like, oh, this moment is just so sick.
0: It's, oh. I got to say, I agree. Okay, we got to rank it for the full Monty, the podcast within podcast. I would say Rocky Two is at number one. Amen with a bullet absolutely
2: absolutely thank you for reminding me we were still in the podcast in the podcast Andy, within a bullet, in podcast within a podcast we can go back to the plot go
1: 800 ahead. local school children were used as extras for the scene what were the, what were the
2: <laughs> union rules there <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking 70s dude. dude they didn't give a shit yeah uh and i love that it's it's the exact you know it's the same route that he took and then he gets up the steps and all the kids are with him and everyone's celebrating with him and it's great oh man okay well you know i'll just remember the twos in there uh Good. fight night Adrian can't attend the fight due to her condition. Polly agrees to stay back and hang out with her. Meanwhile, Duke takes Apollo up. I talks Apollo up like I want Tim to talk me up before I host anything. Man, this I gotta look this actor's name up. Woman loves. While while you look that up,
1: so good, everybody
0: loves you.
2: I
1: wanted a little little
2: trivia, little trivia. Sorry, say again. His name is Anthony uh, Mabrone Burton. He's a badass.
0: I want to give a little
1: uh, trivia here. Originally, Adrian was supposed to be at the big fight. However, Talia Shire was working on another movie at the time, so the storyline was changed to have her stay at home and watch the fight on TV. The scenes of her watching the boxing match on TV were shot and then edited into the movie several months after filming once the fight scenes had finished, and I don't think anything has ever been more clear in the entire world (laughs) because the amount of times they just shoot back to her like, yeah, go, and you're like, okay.
2: Pretty bad, but Tony Burton here is awesome, and he's talking him up, and Creed's just throwing speed in the locker room. Meanwhile, Rocky's over in his locker room just sitting at the
0: sink, praying, praying to God... Um, well, Rocky actually, you know, he's not even there yet. He's like he does the tour. Oh, that that's right, about. I
2: forget. He's
0: he's, he, he's like not it. even there. He's like there's crowds outside. He because it's only ten minutes away. So he's like, why would I show up at call time? Let me just show up when the when the old thing's about to run. And he then operates he does- like we do. <laughs> 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 Let's just, I'll just show. But I actually like the building the foundations of like uh, Tim mentioned more religion. I like that he goes to the church because it's it's important to him. And then they show him a lot more like you mentioned praying in the bathroom. Like it just shows you the just. The position between Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa leaning more on faith. Apollo Creed leaning on himself. But I, I like that it builds the like we get every movie. We build a little bit more of the world of Rocky Balboa, and he's part of this neighborhood. Knows Father Carmine. People love him. They know where he lives. He has no problem with fame. He embraces the people, and then he goes and represents the people in this fight.
2: I also love that Father Carmine does not speak English; he just no, speaks wait, Italian. That's yeah. great. Dude. That's so. Oh, a
0: blessing, right? here about to be fire. Right? It reminds yeah, me of really like a, a
3: Star Wars it. conversation, yeah. like one mm-hmm. character speaking their language, the other character speaking the other, but they understand each other.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I do. I did. We did skip over that part, though. I did. I did write it in here to mention it that when he leaves his house, the entire town is just there yeah. cheering for him. Awesome. Hype for okay. shit. Uh, Mickey comes into the locker room and tells him it's time. to he says, hey kid, hey kid, it's time. And on the way out, they once again have this totally just innocent talk about Rocky's robe, which admittedly fits better this time.
1: I oh, I, dude! And here's the thing, man. All of this is so great. I love these conversations. I love the editing back and forth between the locker rooms. Like I think this is so much better done than the last movie. Like this is just this is what I thought Rocky was. And then they come out, and their intros are the lamest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. It's like y'all, especially Creed. You're the champion. When no. when Rocky came out and didn't have an intro, I was like, I th- yeah. I thought. I Amazing. thought, okay, maybe maybe we're going to up the champion. Maybe next time we'll get a Rocky intro. But for Creed to just walk out, I'm like, man. Creed ain't about that, business, man. Dude. He's focused All on the business. fight. I love All that. Business.
2: Uh, we, we, we get introduced to two announcers for whatever reason. One of them just talks a lot of shit about Italians. And the guy's like, oh, yeah. you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. Why? Um And then Rocky sees, Rocky sees Apollo and goes, oh, that's Apollo. And Nick goes, who'd you expect? He goes, well, I was kind of hoping he wouldn't show. <laughs> I love All it. Right. I love Great. it. Another Rockyism right there. Oh, Boism, man. Yeah. Uh, it, the ref gives him instructions, and Creed once again tells Rocky, you're going down. And then Rocky says, I think he's still mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mickey tells him, get through the first round of these hours, show him who you are, and the bell rings. And then Rocky eats about 1,000 shots to the face. Now, kids, if you're going to be a boxer, do me a favor. At least put your hands up once. Just parry or block one of these blows, because Rocky walks straight in with his face and is just eating all these. I, I need uh, some sw- of
3: the commentary to be like, imagine how good he'd be if he tried blocking. <laughs> like,
1: yeah.
2: Straight yeah, yeah, straight
1: exactly. up. like it's insane. It, it feels like he's a video game character that like gets powered up by taking hits and then can unleash the special. You know what I mean? It's like he's mm-hmm. playing that. like that's his, the meta that he's going for. He's like Black, Black like, Panther with the suit. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like the kinetic energy, but it's like, no, Rocky, you're just taking hits to the dome,
2: man. Yeah, you don't need to be taking those. Uh, of course, he's like, that guy's crazy. And Mickey says he's only a man. You can beat him because you're a tank. You're a 200 pound green. Fast tank, go right through him, and then Rocky takes. But Creed knocks him down once again. Rocky's been knocked down twice now. Back when he gets back to his feet and back to the corner, and, and Creed says, or, and Mickey says, Go to the body. When Creed tries to circle, Rocky literally throws him back into the corner, and then bang, uh, just starts banging on him. The bell rings, the round is over, and the World War Three starts. And he Pancho, says to Creed, I ain't going real- down no more. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he has a little bit of a like, Tebow moment, Sancho. When Tebow played a forty, he's like, "I'm yeah. not going down again." Like no. uh, he tells his ring, "Like I went down twice, I know, but it's not going to
0: happen again." And mm-hmm. it doesn't happen again. It's really awesome. Somewhere, Tintibo's Tebow's ears are burning. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about. No, I, I. This is what I like about the fight the most. Is like I know people are like, it gets very, very Hollywood here. Like there's slow motion more. There's more. It's like Stallone's like, "I got all this money. Let's go ahead and utilize these." I don't know, high speed cameras, whatever they were using at the time. And then this gets more into the drama of it. What I like about it is that you you can see where the money is spent as well with the extras. We talked about the 800 kids, the people outside of his house. Like all that just adds more to this world that Rocky's in. And I like the cuts to the audience and I like the cuts to more of the the people at the ring. Like you could just tell if you go watch Rocky 1, it's very bare bones because they didn't have much they couldn't do much but now with the money you see that they could do a little bit more maybe they went a little bit too far ahead but i actually don't mind it and i like the music here i think it's conquest i think it's, it's really good
3: i, I, I don't mind awesome. the i don't mind the hollywoodness of it like I, yeah. I kind of appreciate the slow-mo bits adding a different uh change of pace to it it's more just the unbelievability of of like you you don't look like a pro boxer looks like when I watch the... And I understand that Stallone's big issue with the choreography in part one that was like, this isn't entertaining, but we can find a bit of a happy balance. medium as opposed to like, yeah. I'm going to get jabbed eight times in a row and just like, do, 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 like... It gets so comical <laughs> like, hey, to a point. True. It's just kind of like distracting, you know.
1: Uh, uh, a fact for you here: after the bell rings signaling the end of the second round, Sylvester Stallone and Call Weathers are seen pushing, shoving, taunting, and ultimately being pulled apart by their respective cornermen. They continued to taunt each other before returning to their corners. Stallone revealed later that they were actually angry with each other and were not acting at that point. Several blows that were supposed to miss him landed, and were careful. It, and the carefully choreographed fight, which they spent months meticulously planning out, went off track during the scene. But he liked the reaction the scene produced. He decided to leave their momentary breaking of character in, and the viewing audience never realized the two actors were in reality quite livid with each other. Oh, wow. And I mean, yo, it's pretty clear, because there is that moment where they just keep hitting each other, and it's just like, whoa, what the
2: fuck's happening? I mean, it happens, man. That's it. why Andy and I don't mix it up anymore. We mm-hmm. get too mm-hmm.
3: hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. I over. Not- I, I also I wanted to, to point out a that. couple of the slow-mo moments that like I, I know we're going after his ribs and stuff but like you're hitting his shoulder four or five times it's like just get get more in the ribs get like there. <laughs> because it's slow-mo i can see it even more now and you're just hitting on top of the arm <laughs> like it doesn't look but very But did good. you
0: like the music where it goes like wow it's like it has that strings it's like Wheep. yeah it's like a yeah. horror it's like uh yeah.
2: scanners or some sort of like yeah horror music yeah <laughs> i love it dude it is uh, it- We'll skip ahead here a little bit, but Rocky finally pulls one out in round 10. Uh, Rocky catches his second win, but Creed fires back. Round 11, Rocky takes a hard shot to the left eye. He tries to protect it, but Creed punishes him and wins the round 13. Rocky throws wild haymakers and gets punched punished for it. The round goes back to Creed. Round 14, they pretty much beat the hell out of each other. The music here is epic. Uh, yes. this, I mean, this sounds like... They're storming the fucking castle for the final mm-hmm. the final uh, battle. Uh, and then final round, Duke tells Apollo to stick and move. He's like, listen, dude, you, you never listen to me. You are up <laughs> in points. Just don't engage with him. Just dance around the ring, stick and move. Do not mess with him. And Creed's like, no, dude, I got to put him down. I am putting him down. And Duke's like, are you insane? This man has not gone down. Just punch him a couple times and win this damn bout. And he's like, no, he knows, cause he knows in his heart it's not, that's not the way the fans want to see it. So he goes full tilt after Rocky. Um, Mickey tells him, tells Rocky, it's like it's time to switch uh, to Southpaw. And Rocky's like, I don't want to do that. Yada, yada, yada. But I guess they end up doing it anyway. And then Creed uh, screams over to Rocky and says, You're going down. And Rocky goes, No way. And <laughs> goes, Hard for the knockout. Rocky fires back, and they both pretty much beat each other to pulp until finally Rocky throws everything he has, switches, and, and throws a massive left hook by, via South Pop. And both but he and the
3: champ lose their balance. What's that? Before any of this happens, though, Nick. hmm Were they born, <laughs> born in laps? Now it's
0: time to right the Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen,
2: welcome back to Rank Those Abs. My name is I'll be your host today. Uh, it's so quiet, baby blue, oh, spaghetti's NPR uh, Central West, and uh, joining us for the first time ever is the Nitro Rifle, Amy Cortez. Not We'd like to enough. talk about ranking those abs, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, not known for his abs, and they don't—I don't think he has much abs to talk about here. Carl Weathers, on the other hand, again looks like a man who. What's, been the, what's sh- the weather report?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs>
2: fucking
0: (laughs) carl weathers the sun is shining
3: let's just put it that way bro it's time (laughs) to get out thighs out skies out Uh, they are rigid it looks like somebody just put a little bevel and emboss tool on him (laughs) like
0: that that shit
3: is so sharp and defined man it's unbelievable and it's it, it really does
2: like they talk about how, making like saying someone's chiseled out of marble it looks like somebody like sculpted him it doesn't yeah. make any sense he's mm-hmm. so fit in this movie i'm mm-hmm. so jealous but good mm-hmm. for you carl weathers mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and absolutely kept that for an entire decade because he looks every bit as jacked in predator in
0: 1997
2: and in yeah. West development was he just probably no probably i was like i'm not gonna um, of course, we get to the epic climax, and Rocky throws that that punishing left, and they both fall down. Rocky, because he loses his balance, and uh, Creed, because he gets popped in the face, uh, the, and the ref starts counting it out. And this is where that music really hits. It was a oh, we, oh, we, oh, horror music. Uh Creed, of course, can get to his feet before the 10 counts over, he wins. If Rocky does and Creed doesn't, then Rocky becomes the new heavyweight champion of the world. And as we get to 10, Creed grabs that top rope, and he just can't hold on, and he falls I love it. I I love gets
1: to his feet that we didn't get a knockout. It it just feels so good. I love that. These two have this back and forth that at least for these two movies, it's like, there's not a definitive. I'm better than you
3: thing. It's like, they both have their strengths. It's really cool. And we just need at that point. It's like when they are both standing up before they both fall down, Rocky, like you just got to pretend to stumble into him and Creed's going to go down like yeah just, just give push, a push. A yeah, give him a little bit give a little push he's exactly. so out of it he, they're both so dizzy just a little shove and that guy is gonna stay down
0: that's very true i this is where where i hope one day i get this opportunity because the commentary here is great i mean Not gonna say, you know, casters do their job, but these casters actually do their job at the very end because they're like, the world champion is down! He can't get up! And one day, hopefully, there's a movie that needs a Fortnite commentator at the very, very end. Mm. There's gonna be a winning, like, an underdog who can't build worth a damn. All of a sudden, <laughs> it's my me. voice calls over the Andy Cortez is He's champion. been terrible at this his whole life. <laughs> Bring me in, Hollywood, and we'll make sure that moment
2: works. Uh, of course, Rocky is the new world champion. He shocks the world. Uh, he thanks Apollo for fighting him and Mickey for training him. He thanks God and tells the world, aside from his kid being born, this is the greatest night of my life. And then he says, quote, I just want to say one thing to my wife at home. Yo, Adrian i did it
1: yes dude i teared up i i it was man, it was a t- tear up a because hype, he's but tearing I was like, up Tim. dude it and when it cuts to her this yeah whole, like they, they the music playing here where it's the rocky theme but in like freaking like quadruple <laughs> time like the disco version dude i was like this is so cool man yeah
3: it is such a disco version of it um one thing i would have liked though if i could like you know magic one i i changed one thing about this sequence I would have loved a bit more of a reluctant and hesitant Carl Weathers in this sequence. Because um, they do the kind of Karate Kid thing where, hey, man, congratulations. I, I need more of like, a, I'm fucking You're pissed right, off Carl start. Weathers. And Rocky to have a back and forth with him like, come on, man, we fucking did it again. like, And him to be like, yeah, you got me. Like, I I need a bit more reluctance there because it's just kind of that immediate... Let's meet in the middle. Hey, good shit, man. You fucking won. Congratulations. Yeah, you want like it's a Conor kind of McGregor type
0: moment? You want a Conor McGregor to come out of Apollo Creed?
3: I, I just need him to be like kind of mad and be like, ah, fuck it. You won my, you know, God damn it. You got me.
0: I like it how they had
1: it, Andy, because the of the one scene in the hospital earlier where Rocky came to talk to him and was like, like did you give me your best and he was like yeah like i feel like this like it, that was creed being real like he was not just beat down yeah. it was like he was like you know what i gotta just fucking give it to you here like i can't even put on my show of being right yeah right now
2: and and but, i love that and there's almost what you're saying, like about. there's almost i mean yeah Andy's not wrong but but i do and i'm probably reading more into this than than there was there but i like the performance here just because i like that he's like he's calm for the first time in this movie because he he gave it his all and he it didn't it wasn't the result he wanted but he got the answer he wanted, which is kind of like can I beat this guy should should I have won that first fight and the answer is no he shouldn't have he he lost and he lost fair and square and there's it's like it's like that um, I forget that line I think it was from uh, uh, Usual Suspects where he's like when people when people are caught and they're guilty they sleep well that night because they know they're guilty and they don't they don't care anymore it's like it, it it's like he's he did it he he needed the answer with whatever it was and he's like cool i can move on with my life now it's kind of
3: liberating you know and when i get the hate mail i'm like you know what you're right up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: it is you know what maybe we will be friends who knows <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? Who knows? I Who knows? thought what he was gonna happen.
1: die. I thought Rocky was gonna punch him so hard that he fucking died. You guys. <laughs> no. So yes. I was and like, when never... that didn't happen. Somebody... I was like,
2: a boxer being killed in a Rocky movie—that's fucking preposterous. Far-fetched. Okay, that is far-fetched.
1: Tim. We
0: got comas. Uh, that ain't gonna happen. All right,
2: ready? I y'all?
1: can't wait for more. Ready, Go Tim? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. We rank the fights. Is it hype mm-hmm. uh, Oh, is podcast? La- I
1: love that. This we is us ranking the final fights. Hey, huh? I like this. No, this is before I could, do this. We're, this, we're, this is oh, we're the the fi- podcast, podcast, where there's a new podcast. I'm sorry. We are I ranking like the final fights. Guys, I'm uh, sorry. let me so... take a second.
2: Josh G I would like to apologize to you. Madeline Stanley, I'd like to apologize to you. Omega Buster, I'd like to apologize to you. Jacek, I apologize. I interrupted. I wasn't paying attention. That's on me. It won't happen again. Amen. <music>
1: I'm going to start it off at Rocky two for me, Rocky two over Rocky one. I fucking love the fight. It's not perfect. It gets hit way too many times. I think that the first fight was far,
3: far, far from perfect though. So I, 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 I give it a number two as well. I think it's more cartoonish and kind of more annoying in that sense, but I think it ending with holding and choking back tears with just calling out, yo, Adrian, we did it. Like that moment got me too, Tim. I was very emotional from that great performance. Um, And yeah, I'd say I I like it more than part one, but not by a whole lot.
2: I'll give it to Rocky too as well. And I like the, cause here's why, I like the way this is shot. This has a dreamlike quality to it. I don't know what, I don't know what films like they use or what lenses they use, but it has a glow to it. That Mm. is just like, it's like these Mm -hmm. two fighters are ascending. And I love that. And I think it's just a more entertaining fight. I love the ending of it as well. The Mm. first one kind of reminds me where they're like, uh, did he win? It doesn't matter. It's kind of happening in the background. Very, very recently, I watched a movie called Days of Thunder where um, it, it, this is going to ruin, not ruin the movie for you, but you're going to see this every single time. Did you know they forgot to get the shot of Cold Trickle crossing (laughs) the finish line? They did. Yeah. Go watch that movie again. At one point, they had to have an announcer come in and be like, Oh, cool, Trickle One because they forgot, they straight up edited the movie and forgot to get that shot. Anyway, that's what the first one was. This one, undeniably, they just draw this out to, to the
0: nth degree, and I love it. Okay, just to make a case for one, because obviously two is going to win here, I would say one's message about, it's not about winning, it's not about losing, it's about challenging yourself. Going the distance, I think that's a special thing. But in terms of just the fight hype, because that's what we're waiting, right? Hype, yeah, fight. This is the hype. This is the fights. I got to give it a two. Got to give it a two. Because okay. you know why? Because Adrian's win was the catalyst throughout this whole entire movie in that third act. They went, boom, went all the way to the top.
2: There you go. Love it.
0: What about Ragu? There Oprah we
1: go. King? So number one, the Rocky two fight number two rocky uh yeah ragu oppo is something we do have to do as well that is rad guys talk uh, uh the opponent's Andy, it, Andy, da-da, 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 da-da. ragu da-da, da-da, da-da. i've having a
2: lot of audio issues here oh <laughs> tim can you hear us tim can you hear us him? everything is delayed i'm hearing <laughs> you guys like
1: 15 times this is weird i'm gonna bounce out of discord yeah, i'll be back
2: okay he's gonna restart his discord ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna talk about ragu Oppo while we're here number one on the list rocky uh, it's apollo creed from rocky one so the opponent of this of course is apollo creed from rocky two i'll actually make the case that i like apollo more in this movie i think he's deeper i think he's a better character i think he's got he's very conflicted and has a definite desire to win and i can understand that and i don't think he's a bad guy i don't think he it's a uh, I don't think Carl Weathers plays him as this cartoon villain. I think he's a very real character. I think you've seen this a lot of times happening in fighting. And I love, I just, I just think it's really well done. What what say you guys?
0: I would say Rocky uh, Apollo 2 is better than Apollo 1. Like I mentioned before, Apollo 1, just a producer, just wants to get the fight bicentennial, wants to get it in there. doesn't matter who he fights, doesn't care. But this one's personal. And that's what I like about it. This is a personal battle against Rocky Balboa, for his fans that hate on him, for all the haters out there that he wanted to prove everyone right, and he loses. And I think seeing where this character goes in the future no is so much cooler because of this fight.
3: <laughs> yes, The haters are my motivators. I would also put this at number two, or I'd put number two at number one. But a lot of that is because I love what part one did for the character, and I think it kind of makes it whole, right? Like, we mm. we talk about in the mcu how we didn't really love age of ultron while we watched it but now with context for everything else and how it adds so much to it i love that part one was just i'm a cocky guy who's just trying to do the business and i'm losing sight of the actual fight and my opponent and i'm kind of getting in over my head and i just think i'm gonna win anyway so who cares i gotta make as much money as possible and yeah the fact that this it's a lot more fleshed out, but not only with what Duke does uh, as his character, but having the the internet kind of comment section angle, I think, is brilliant. And having uh, having to read fan mail and be like, they didn't think I fucking won. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I, I know <laughs> I won that fight. Now I need to beat his ass. And because I don't care Mark about Walbert the other person. I, I, I don't need <laughs> the other... I don't need um, any, like... I don't need to fight anybody else. This is the guy. It's always been Rocky. It's always been the Italian Stallion. I think, yeah, this part, I think Carl Weathers well in this, uh, in Rocky Two, is a lot more fleshed out.
2: Tim, come in. Tim, can you hear us? Tim, come in, Tim.
1: Yes. Do you hear me? Yes. You're yes. good to go. What do you think? Who do you think is the I, better? I'm opponent? getting a massive Apollo?
3: delay with Tim now.
1: A little um, bit. Okay. Oh,
3: Hold okay. on my, oh, look at my!
1: Did that head. help?
0: Yes. Well, I can hear you now. I think you it did. Right.
1: Yeah, okay, let's yes. just rock this. Yeah. This sounds fun. Uh, it's art way. Cool, cool, cool. I, uh, yeah, I, think, I apologize, guys. It, throughout the episode, there's been a couple times I think I talked over you. I'm sorry about that. This, like, there's all. been weird delays and things. But uh, in terms of ranking them, I think that uh, Apollo is fantastic in both of the movies, in one and two. I think that Creed one I prefer over Creed two. Or sorry, oh. yeah, Creed in one I prefer over Creed in two, just because I really like the producer angle that he took. Yeah. Uh, but but with that, the the votes go to Creed. Creed and Rocky 2. So, yes. Oh, my God. It's yes. Be, it's Creed and Rocky 2 is number one. Mm-hmm. He's rattled. Everybody. Everybody.
3: Number He's one. Number two. I'm all rattled, baby. <laughs> Haiku in review, Andy. Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the person's last line. If it's not poetic, no need to fret, and haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. Hey, Haiku in review. All right
1: you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form just like joshy g did no spider rico yo adrian i did it i miss ketchup i miss ketchup joe <laughs> where's ketchup, ketchup joe, joe man <laughs> where's ketchup joe
3: everybody <laughs> that was a, somebody tweeted now it's this, time. A fan <laughs> art of ketchup joe it was great it was great <laughs>
1: So dumb. now it's time to rank the Rocky cinematic universe. Currently number one's Rocky one. How do
2: we feel about that? I'll, I'll kick this off. I still think Rocky is a better movie overall. Um, I like this movie. I think it has better hype moments. I think the fighting is better at the end, but I think the story of Rocky one is just a lot sweeter and a lot more sincere. Um, not to say that this is, this doesn't have good moments in it. Um, and and that I don't, that I disagree with the sort of like, uh, where Rocky's at, but I think it's a lot, I don't know. I kind of feel like Creed's motivation is a lot more compelling than Rocky's. Um I would say I like Rocky 1 more. I, was, I would just think as a as a movie as a whole, it still kind of pops for me as being a, a special thing. This movie kind of is a is a fun sequel to what I would, what I would consider a classic.
3: I I would agree. Which like I I don't know, there's parts of me that feel like maybe I enjoyed the grander scale and higher production Mm -hmm. of rocky 2 and i do really appreciate creed's kind of motivations in this one um but i think i enjoy rocky one like not by a whole lot more i definitely enjoyed rocky 2 a lot i still feel like rocky one was sort of this surprise movie for me even though you know it won an academy award and i should have expected a a more um I don't know, more than capable movie, but it was still a surprise to me that I would still enjoy watching it for the first time forty years, fifty years later, or whatever. Boy,
0: uh, I said this at the beginning. I still think Rocky II is a hair better than Rocky One, not critically, of course. I didn't think it as an enjoyment factor. I like Rocky II. I like all the characters. You get you spend, you get more Mickey, which is a huge benefit and the montage is great, and the fight at the end is fantastic, and I was just thinking about this after watching Rocky 2, I was like, imagine being in that movie theater, and Rocky wins, and that hype that you could feel, it's like, it's like in-game all over again, but I, I just like, putting myself in that situation, I would think I would enjoy watching Rocky 2 uh, again, and I did enjoy watching Rocky 2, and I, like, it's, it's, it's incredible, because I thought it was a forgettable movie, and I never think about it when I think about the saga, but that's not saying that Rocky one's bad. It's just more of like, I just think the production value, like Andy Morton out is, just so much utilized better. And at the same time, I, I feel that Rocky's motivations in this one is now about family dealing with, you know, Hey, you're not by yourself anymore. You can't just be this, this boxer, this, uh, this guy that goes out and, tries a loan shark and you know break thumbs or whatnot you can't be that guy anymore you have a family you are a husband and you have a son you need to do this for them too and that's why when he said yo adrian we did it like that's cool you know what i mean in the first one he says yo adrian does he say like yo adrian i did it or or no he just he just wants adrian and wants to be with him so when he says adrian i did it like that to me hits harder home than the first one and I just think the first one, is it holds up its merits in being an American cinematic classic. But I just think Rocky II, in the scope of things, it was an enjoyable experience. Over one.
3: You know what, man? Now that I'm, I am I get... I'm thinking just about that scene where he he's walking that little girl home who's like an asshole to him, and she calls him a creepo. And I'm just like, man, it, I really hated that scene. And part yeah. one, I feel like, had a lot of dumb scenes that, like, just felt like they needed to either fill time or something, which is weird because it's a two-hour movie. You could easily mm-hmm. get your points across with with removing some of those scenes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a 180. I'm, I'm going to say I like part two more than one because I feel like uh, I enjoyed both of them equally, but part one had more sequences that I did not enjoy. My man, Andy Cortez. Thank you so
1: much for that. I also put Rocky 2 over Rocky 1. I think I, compared to you guys, uh, am way more on the side of Rocky 2, I think is. Much better than Rocky One in terms of the things I like about it. Uh didn't love the first half of this movie that much, but I think that the second half more than makes up for it. I think Rocky One is a classic. Uh, but I definitely think that it, it's budget and what it is is what makes it special, but also what really holds it back. This was kind of a lot more committing to the vision and uh not being held back by those type of things. I can't wait to see this franchise continue. I hope it only gets better from here because this still isn't perfect. There's still a lot of room for improvement, but there's still a lot of gold in this. There's There's a lot of great character there's a lot of great moments and we have many more movies to go we got what four more rocky movies right and then two plus more creed so we're in for an adventure but the rankings now are number one rocky two and number two rocky one what We'll be
3: back. <laughs> yeah. Andy, flipped, Nick. Andy, Andy Andy flipped, bro. I flipped. Bro. I, flipped.
0: flipped it. I knew it. I knew he, it. Blamed I like, he blamed little Marie. He blamed little Marie scene, dude. See, you know
2: what happened? Andy, Andy stalked my corner store with CZ knowing that I'd have to pee at that right moment so he could
3: flip on me and I wouldn't be there for him. I thought about the sequence of him walking home a little girl it. and how much I hated it. I was like, uh oh, yeah, I like parts. Oh, more. okay. So you found the one thing you didn't like. So, fair
1: enough. Fair enough. (laughs) we'll return next week with Rocky three until then let us know in the comments below what you thought about Rocky two Sancho West where can people find you
0: You you'll find me on Sancho West I'm always live on Twitch and during the weekday hit me up we could talk about Rocky whenever you like
4: better subscribe now
3: (laughs) Tim is so delayed just end the show Yeah.